Welcome everyone to VR Jungle, a Havoc podcast. And today we have, uh, you know, usually we bring on a lot of devs. Well, today we brought on someone that um, streams, and not only that, but he commentates on some of the uh, most popular games like Contractors. Um, he's commentated, I believe, even one of my matches as well. Um, his name is Pig on PC and 4K. Didn't mess it up. So go ahead, um, say more of your spiel of, uh, you know, who you are, what you do, and all the fun stuff. Absolutely. Uh, well, first off, hello. Thank you so much for having me out here on VR Jungle, dude. Absolute pleasure to be here with you. Um, yeah, my sure. name's Pig. Pig on PC and 4K. You know, that's that's the name. Uh, that's what I go by. It's the moniker. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's the old alias. The old and, alias. Uh, is that your alias that you just started as a kid? And you're like, this is what I'm going to no. stick with. No. No, no. This this came out of the woodwork uh, at random about two and a half years ago uh, when I was playing Call of Duty, actually. And there's a bunch of trolls in the lobby. And one day I was just like, man, I'm getting shit on. Pardon my French, but just I'm getting messed you're up good, here. Yeah, I'm getting messed yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all of a sudden, you've got the best of the best of the best when it comes to the Call of Duty esports action, and he's just right here with you. And it just it became a character all of a sudden, and I was like, I need a name for this guy. Yeah. And I love Frankie on PC in 1080p. He was a great DayZ player. Mm -hmm. I've always gone by Diabetic Guinea Pig. I'm going to be Pig on PC in 4K. Yeah, okay. So, you know, you had a little backstory, too, and stuff. It's like, um, so do you feel when you put on that that tag that that name do you feel like you're a different person um i think it's like 50 50 percent <laughs> maybe 30 percent 40 percent another person i don't know it's a, it's a little interbreeding of character a little bit of me definitely for sure mm -hmm. um i think that uh the high stakes energy the the extremism of the of the entire persona is you know, definitely something I, I add to, uh, you know, obviously embellish the effect of having a seriously competitive event, even yeah. if it's obviously not the most competitive event. Like the other day when we were testing out uh, uh, this new game on Steam VR, it's a free game, Rock mm -hmm. Life. Rock Life. The Rock Simulator. That's right. Rock Life, the mm -hmm. Rock Simulator. You know, people are, um, I think it's like people don't want to make <laughs> new ideas and like, no, people want to make new ideas. They don't want to uh, fall back on old ideas. Like, they don't want to keep remaking the same stuff. And just yeah. Rock Simulator, just in the same thing in mind, they just made a game with a squirrel that will literally rob you at point blank with a pistol. I think I've seen that one. And I, I honestly, I think I contacted the developers to be like, hey, listen, sign me up first. Me no. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely want to be a squirrel uh, chasing around right. uh, with, a, with a pistol. And it's like, you know, they have that game, like you're just a feline the whole entire time. So yes, I was just thinking about that game. Yeah. And like so cat or something. Yeah. And so Kitten. something like that for sure. And but the, or is it just felines? It just called felines, maybe? No, no, it's mittens. <laughs> mittens. No, I don't know. <laughs> so there's a, a famous uh, a guy on TikTok. He has like some disabilities and always makes like these crazy things where people are like, I can't walk. And he just like looks at me. He's like, I'm a crippled. And, you know, he always he, he uh, brings humor. He's a to small himself. guy. He's a smaller guy. Yeah, with glasses. Yes. Um, I love that guy. They made him a cat in there he's like this is crazy i'm a cat you no know, way yes. if you have oh to look it goodness. up it's a very interesting thing um but there's wow. a there's that's a, awesome people i have coming onto the podcast uh, called arm and a leg which is uh might be an interesting game where you literally risk your own arm and your own body to hurt other people 
Okay. You caught my attention. Go I know on. it caught my attention. I haven't had him on yet, nor um, is it uh, fully built yet. He's going to let me play it before I bring him on. And so nice. uh, I will, I'll be in touch with you when I get access. Definitely. And I'll, I'll, I told him I'll tweet it. Uh, not tweet it. I'll put it all on the discord to let all of the people from the discord come on and play. So uh, definitely be That's looking out for that because I'm, I'm, I would definitely want to take an arm off and chuck it at somebody at my Honestly. own risk of killing myself, you know? <laughs> if I could take my own arm off, I think the best weapon I could have at hand would be my hand. And so if I could just take my arm off mm -hmm. and then hold my arm from like maybe the base of my arm. Yeah. You know, with a good firm leverage on, from my left hand. Yeah. And then that way I could get like an extendo slap yes. going on with the, with the real, you know, flapping motion at the end of it. You really get more speed. So essentially the whip is amplified. Um, but, you know. That's just me personally. No, I mean there. You know there is a DC uh, Marvel uh, hero, well villain, that actually had that. He was in the new uh, Suicide Squad. Sounds like my hero. Yes, definitely my hero. So, but anyways, let's talk about some uh, <laughs> VR as we talk about other games and stuff like that. And uh, so yes. before we get into the commentating, I know that you also have. Uh, you also stream as well. Um, how often are you doing that? You going more towards commentating? Or are you still trying to um, find that type of balance of doing it all? So I think um, I think I've got a, a fun balance right now. Um, I don't think I would change a thing, honestly, with the schedule we've got right now. I think we've got a great one. Um, what I do right now is I I basically intertwine commentary. Um, with our community nights, with our gaming nights and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. let's just say uh, maybe I'm doing a game for contractors, virtual reality esports league or something. You know, I might do that game on a Thursday night or on a Sunday night. You know, Sunday fun day esports Ballapalooza is something that we like to fool around with. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll just have that be a part of it. And then, you know, maybe that's the first two hour chunk. And then right after that, we'll say, hey, listen, guys, you know, let's go have some fun. Let's jump into the game ourselves. And we'll get the community involved. Um, and that's really also where I get to, you know, be, be that character that is pig on PC and 4k and I'll get out there and, you know, like, uh, I'll bring the commentary to the players. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where it all originated as well with call of duty mm -hmm. was just like forcibly making the esports action happen in your ears without yeah. regard for, for if you asked for it mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I don't know. That's just kind of the way our community rolls. We're just. We just join a lobby and we just absolutely kind of mob it and have like an esports just all-star action style game and we get the best of the best players who join us too like like That's between awesome. god of shinobi yeah uh -huh. like i don't know if you're familiar with shinobi but he is solid in the game of onward honestly one of the best players out there in onward right now um and he proves it every single tuesday night because we do a custom onward game yeah where we keep track of players like kills and deaths and all mm -hmm. that stuff and then we got you know like people like um fog cabin and um you know, TVG dog comes out, um, toxic boss, you know, like I'm just naming off a few yeah, people yeah. that I can think of off the top of my head, mm -hmm. but some players who were known for being solid, just randomly joining in with random pub players and me and the gang, you know, we just, you can imagine it's chaos pretty quick. Oh, oh, for <laughs> sure. You know, especially, especially yeah, especially when you got like TVG, if you get him all worked up in there and especially if he's even had a taste of alcohol, he, he's all over the place. He'll, he'll match your energy really quickly. Uh, yeah, we definitely enjoy some bevies. So, um, so you had you had a life of before VR, then, right? You played some pancake uh, 
esports stuff you like you mentioned call of duty yes absolutely got the origins out in call of duty um i'd say my my actual like all-time gaming origins mm -hmm. stems from early like vice city days of grand theft auto and then but yeah played that game eventually for yes and then eventually like what really sparked the whole multiplayer side was grand theft auto san andreas mm -hmm. those of you who were ogs of the game will remember on pc you had an amazing mod for you way early called mta uh just ages ahead of its time where yeah. you had full custom guis and just everything completely customized about the game the point is yes man that game and arma boom origins right there call of duty later on in life and then uh once i got that vr headset honestly that would kind of took over kind of ruined like the last yeah i ruined the pancakes for like the yeah. last five years i, I mean i i i come back every once in a while to pancake games just because um i really enjoy like uh um assassin's creed like valhalla that came out with some really uh -huh. nice dlcs i really like playing those games um call of duty not as much because if i want to play call of duty i'll just get on contractors uh, exactly same but you it's know done for me unless they make something really good like they made a new game right now it's uh made by epic games and it's still in beta and it's called uh rumble something and it just came out but i'm really enjoying it just to kind of like cut loose from vr for a second but you're literally a wrestler running in through town like no guns you're just beating <laughs> shit out of each other literally like i like that you can do upgrades you have to open up a book you can learn uh new skill moves while you're like that's your that's your power up and then you just like basically take protein powder and other things to increase your damage and health and then you just go around wrestle people until you win it, i've had and so this is probably the best time i've had on a pancake game in forever okay yes send me the name of that because it might be a good community game honestly um we i enjoy playing brawlhalla a lot oh i love brawl you've seen that yeah. one yeah, just a good like romp about with the bros, you know, after a few drinks, maybe you can't stand up in VR anymore. Yeah. Maybe you just stood up yeah. in VR too long. Yeah, no, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I definitely but, know uh, that and I can't find it. There's a couple nights where I got on contractors on Friday and I probably shouldn't have. And I also was <laughs> playing around with my I got my uh, gun stock in finally. And nice. I was just like, I, I started playing um, uh, ca uh, caliber first. Um, because they have a really nice mission-based thing to where if you're like not in the right mood, the or mindset to be playing against people, you can just play against these bots and you go through these missions. Sure. And so I was like, you know, I want to give this a test on on some just pub lobbies. You know, I'll just whoop some people in pubs with it. And then sure. I get a I get a me I get a message from a, one of the higher up level players, and they're like, dude, what are you doing on this? Like, come play with us. And I go, sure. And I get in there, and I'm just like, nope, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. Like, this ruined my mood so quickly. Oh, man. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah, but my go-to game. It's not just you. Oh, I know. My go-to game now, if I'm uh, over the over the, the speedometer of my, my night, is definitely been Walkabout Mini Golf, for sure. Wow, I've been hearing about that game so much, dude, like, it's actually funny because you're like the sixth person to tell me about this. Mm -hmm. Well, I, like I kind of I brought them on to the podcast and a lot of people told me they watched it and uh. they actually started playing it. And so uh. I think I've started a trend with it because I know like TBG has been playing it. Dream Breezy has been playing it. And a lot of people from contractors, when they've been like doing too much of that, they've been getting on to uh, walk about and playing that. So um, they make beautiful courses and their DLCs are phenomenal. And they're getting ready to make this new one that's coming out in the fall that's going to be pretty, uh, pretty cool course. 
Okay. But right. I mean, I've heard about it enough. I gotta. Yeah, it's, I gotta get it. Oh, you have to. Like, even just playing the very first base games, you get easy and then hard mode. You already right there have a day's worth of fun. And not only that, but they up their amount of people that can have into it like tenfold. So if you want to do a community event, you can get like eight people in there now and just play some uh, um, some mini golf. And it, it's really fun. There's some really, like I said, beautiful courses. The, the guy that I had on the podcast is actually the person who um, molds all the courses together and kind of fine tunes it. I played the new Labyrinth one, I, and there's a spot where I kept on hitting this damn rock, like in this corner of this rock, and it kept on coming back to me. And I mentioned to him on the podcast, he goes, I put that there. And I'm like, oh. Nice. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for that because I hit that rock too many times. You just remind me of like Happy Gilmore when he just like eventually goes over there and just smashes the thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just tap it in, just tap it in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you too good for your home? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but have other than the commentating and stuff, have you ever competitively actually played on an esports team or like, um, do you kind of just stick around in the publish area and then just want to commentate the esports stuff? That's where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Um. I have played for for teams before. Um, never, well, I mean, one time there was, you know, a little bit of a bad experience, but it wasn't the kind of thing that, like, you see some of the guys in the chats complaining about sometime. Like, I've never had those kind of super negative experiences. Mm -hmm. And that might just be because of my own personality. I don't let people around me take us down too far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think I had a great time playing when I did. One of the teams I was on actually was with Gata Shinobi, Sir Galahad, um, a couple other dudes and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a long time ago but you know i think for me i i kind of fell out of love with the game when i started playing it competitively and so i ended up by by my own choosing just taking a huge break from onward mm -hmm. and contractors and um i ended up just playing other things and you know like we went to grand theft auto 5 for a while we, we did some yeah. uh Bra or uh, Payday 2, and actually that's another one I meant to mention. That's a good way to blow off some steam if you ever just need to. Just go into Payday 2 VR. Uh, you do have to have a PC for that one, but such a fun time. Really? It's, What's that? Just getting just the funniest situation. Payday 2? Oh, man. Okay. Think of like a game that had come out. I think it came out before Grand Theft Auto V, and it's so fleshed out now as because it's been out for so long. They have so many missions. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's the world of John Wick, first off. Okay, and nice. you are like the most badass uh, robber, burglar uh -huh. of all time. So you guys can go rob banks. You guys can rob jewelry stores. You can rob like whatever. And you and your friends have to find ways to do it. You can do it stealthily. And you have to like very carefully choose. There's security cameras, bodyguards, yeah. you know, all sorts of things that'll react. And now they've added a VR support for it, you know, quite a, oh, about a year and a half ago. I, why have I heard this where you have to buy certain people to make the mission go smoothly? I think I've, I've almost heard of something like that before, for sure, then. Um, it's um, it's not pay to win by any means. It's uh -huh. all earned in game. And mm -hmm. luckily, like, if you have friends or if you're looking to get into it, like, that's one of those games where it doesn't matter how progressed you are. Like, you guys can all just hop in. And yeah. if you're skilled with the gun in VR, you're going to have a good time. For sure. They made a new Robin game in, on Oculus. It just came out last month. I can't remember what it's called, but it just came Thief out. Thief Simulator? Yeah, Thief Simulator. And it was yeah. uh, pretty popular on PC VR before they finally made um, the, crass, the crossover to uh, the Oculus. Um, 
but uh so, i do apologize i'm sick here yeah you're fine hey at least you weren't as bad as when you messaged me you said you're gonna cough a lot and you know i think you're holding together but it looks like you're just like yeah on the brink of just having a coughing episode <laughs> it was now that i'm talking about it, it itched <laughs> yeah of Oof. course if you put it in the mind it's your body's like okay you're gonna be coughing exactly. it's like you don't cough all all night you take some night quill you go to bed and you're just like i just want to go to sleep and then you cough for the can't whole sleep you got snot exactly. leaking out of your eyes. Oh, trust me. That's what happened last night. Oh, I hate nights like that. It's not good at all. So you so you played Onward, and then I know you uh, contractors um, came out a little after Onward, but which one do you prefer then? Because they both have their ish to where they're almost the same, um, mm -hmm. the, um, but obviously Onward's more uh, – you have to be more conservative on what you're doing just because you die quicker. And then contractors, right. you know, the skill level on that is if you don't know how to jump in that game and actually maneuver around things super fast, you're just going to get wiped. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I think out of my preference, um, it depends on my mood. Yeah. Because if I want to play something that I want to get more tactical with and I want to, like, slow down my gameplay a little bit and enjoy like just slowing it down and playing, um, then I'll do some onward. But there's other times where I don't feel like I want to be immersed in the world where my where when I move my hands, it, it, it moves a little slow mm -hmm. or maybe something like that. Maybe I want to be in the contractor's world where I can just, you know, slide and jump and then throw something and it feels like my hand moves smoothly through the air or, you know, there's just different mechanics that yeah. make the game feel different. Um <clears throat> But I find myself a lot of the time nowadays choosing contractors just because I like the fact you can jump in, you can find a quick lobby, mm -hmm. you can make a quick lobby and get it full, and you don't have to be dedicated for you know an hour to play it. You can just play around 15, 20 minutes, play a few rounds if you want, and then swap out for some Grand Theft Auto Online with the bros if you want. Exactly, yeah. Um, do you Have you ever played Pavlov? Yeah, absolutely. I was into Pavlov back when it was just beginning to be made, yeah. back before the maps even had textures, and I love that game, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, we got those three that have been kind of leading and been within the uh, Discord communities as, you know, even VRML's picked them all up, but they've all had that fine line to where, like, they have their all niche thing, and now we have these new ones coming out. Um, just for instance, we have Veil that's coming out, that is going to be as we already see and how much money in their in their crowdfunding they have is going to be huge just on the basis that i think they got so much funding that they have the world on you know in their hands right here to do whatever they please to make this game as good as possible and that's scary and then another one is ghosted to board they're almost in the same scenario well they're right here and they have they're two separate ideas even though if you look at those communities, there's still a divide line of this, but there doesn't need to be um, because, you know, Ghost of War is going to be um, like a, um, it will have its type of esports thing, but it's going to be what, what I've heard of. The rumors it, it is going to be more battle battle out bleh, battle royale ish type is type thing. Mm -hmm. And then Val is always going to stick to its um, five five v five type matches. structure matches you know yeah um so with those like what do you think the leaning of esports uh, you know because this is all going to be in speculations even though Vale's doing their tournament this year in october in miami 
it's still not fully released yet. You know, mm-hmm. these games fully won't be released until a quarter one of 2023. Which one do you think there will be a dividing line? You think there's going to be people that will pick <clears> one <throat> over? Like, for instance, um, Ghost of DeBoer, it will be on the quest. And I think a lot of people to Vale was like, you're going to lose a lot of people because you went to that. But, you know, I got I understand why they did it. They get to make a beautiful game with no problems, you know. So what's your opinion on those? Well, uh, I think that Ghost of Tavor and Vale are probably not even really in the same ballpark for a lot of guys like mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm going to play Ghost of Tavor because I want a game similar to Arma, similar to Daisy, where I can survive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a risk, and it goes on for more there's a there's more of an end game than what happens in the next five to ten minutes yeah um and so that that's always had its own very niche uh style of coverage in the media side of of esports and i think that it's always been more of a lesser watched bracket um it's definitely not something that you would see like forty thousand people tune into is like the daisy survival challenges and stuff like that you know with uh Cy syndicate frankie and people of that nature but yeah uh it, it definitely is out there and, and it sparked an entire category of games that are survival um, yeah so i think i think that ghost of tabor is going to have its own niche small but their esports side mm-hmm um, and I think more so than anything, their community will be based on survivalism, um, friends and foes, factions, you know, things of that nature, um, forming amongst the community. Yeah. And then <clears throat> as far as Veil vale goes, um, I have gotten to test the game and, you know, um, I like, I like the, the aesthetics. I like the way the, the game moves. Uh, which is very important to me. I, I can't play a game where I feel like I'm moving in like a bed of water, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Like, some of those Black Ops games came out and, you know, you move your character around and it felt like your character was jelly. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Veil vale didn't seem to have that, which I thought was great. It felt like it had a normal atmosphere. Um, as far as if I think it will be a massive style of eSport, that I still think games such as probably Echo VR, mm-hmm. you know, are going to beat it out. Um, I think as far as shooters go, it's going to be tough. I mean, Onward will be, you know, the obvious closest competitor. Oh, really? And I think so. And, and I think that there's just so many similarities um, in between the games that it's going to attract a lot of the same audience. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, obviously there are differences to the gameplay as well, but there are some pretty noticeable similarities. So I think that the crowd will be around the same size uh, yeah. of, of viewership in mm-hmm. terms of actual esports coverage and populace. Yeah, for sure. And like the one thing that I've noticed though is that as small as VR is, man people are pumping out games left and right like it is nutty and it's like i get it eventually it will grow but man it is you know obviously there is that time where it's like hey where's a new game and all of a sudden it's like next thing you know they announce 
five new Oculuses. Uh, you know, they they have uh, um, the uh, Pico Neo coming out. Other headsets are are going to be start riding off of of the MetaQuest headset because you know that's what a lot of people don't know though is that MetaQuest made a great product. So now all these people are going to take that product and make it their brand and say, here you go, buy it. And I think it's just going to create a, just a hellfire of all these games that are going to be only made for this one, only made for this one, and they need to stop that now or they're going to ruin VR. You know, it's like there's I, there's within a small community, there's four to five um, um, first-person shooters. It's like you want all these people to play these games, but you, you have all these different play styles. People aren't going to go and play them all. Like Onward, you know, I, I liked it, but it was too slow for me. Pavlov. I liked it, but the community was not the greatest. And then contractors, it's like this. This is Call of Duty. I like it, you know. Picasso, I like yeah. it, you know, that stuff <laughs> like that. Um, so it just it, it, it blows my mind, and that's why it'd be interesting in the next five to ten years which games survive. Like in my opinion, I think Onward needs a second one to come out. I think there's a lot of things. Um, within the programming that needs to be fixed um it still lags here and there i don't think it's as bad on pc vr i'm talking more of a, a standalone headset has mm -hmm. its issues because it was not made for that integration um yeah you know that's I mean, they definitely my, had to yeah chunk it together <laughs> they didn't have a huge timeline on that either uh dante's team did a really quick job on that and uh i mean they got a great product out of it but yeah i agree i think if Onward really would like to stay on top of the market, then they, I mean, and Onward 2 has always been speculated and tossed around in the community. And yeah. there's been lots of shutdowns of that by the, by the, their teams. But um, I think that would be a great way to stay on top of the, uh, the market would be to release a second version mm -hmm. uh, with the groundwork and uh, just totally laid out for both versions which I, uh, i'm surprised they don't they have facebook's money which is confusing you know they have the funding that, right, to do got it funding you know right now but, facebook owns it but they're not what when's the last major update that really made um an impression on people yeah i mean they've come out with some really good updates like for maps and and you know graphic like there's not been a graphic overhaul update in my eyes like they, they've improved some things but i'm talking about like a full overhaul on things, getting things updated mm -hmm. to run better yeah. on Quest, to, to run uh, maybe with even different textures on PC, mm -hmm. um, like you see some games doing where they'll literally give you different, almost an entirely different game if you're on the PC, but the servers are interconnected. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the map layouts are the same, you know, so if you walk into something, you walk into something no matter which headset you're on, it's just the textures and items are different. Yeah. I'd love to see stuff like that be integrated with the game. Cause it's an original it's yeah. one of the first ones out there oh yeah for sure it's definitely the first ones out there and um we have uh olin vr in here and they said that you're you're the hype master of esports casting you know and so he's gonna give me a nice little segue with that comment and i want to talk about um the esports casting and all that and and for like what made you so you know obviously the personality and you got your your name that you said that you used to make that casting voice but uh for one how'd you get into it two like how would even someone get into it and three do they have to have their own persona you know like do they have to have this 
they can't be talking like this. Here comes the next play. Unless it's, unless we're talking about Golf Plus. And so we'll get into that as well. So, yeah, go ahead and spiel about how you got into all this and how to get even do it. Okay. So this is how you do it. You got to uh, – <laughs> no. All right. So the answer question one, um, you know, I got into it by goofing around in Call of Duty on the PC before I really got into VR. And um, then once I got into VR, I just – naturally started jumping into lobbies with onward and and vr chat and stuff like that and i would just commentate things that were totally needless you know like it just people like spawning back in and then maybe like they're prepping like a molotov or something and i'd yeah. just be like and back here in the barracks you've got one of the best of the best when it comes to molotoving <laughs> action out here on the august 15th onward esports action board baby look at him like that you know uh-huh, i just go exactly and uh you know I think that's where it all originated, just goofing around. And um, that's where it stays, you know. Um, I've kept it that way ever since the beginning. I don't think it's anything that's going to change. Answering question number two as to getting into the actual commentary side, the uh, professional side of it besides just the goofabouts, you want to get started by finding a couple of teams who will agree to go against one another mm-hmm. and let you commentate it. Yeah. Uh, you just need to record it and make sure that when you're recording it, you know, you've got a good quality microphone. You don't want to be doing your, your phone headset or anything like that. Um, yeah. Get yourself a mic. Uh, don't be on camera the entire time. I would say, let the game ride, you know, let the game be the lead of the video and, yeah. and let your voice just be the thing that is going alongside it. Uh, <clears throat> now, beyond that, once you've gotten yourself one, two, I would suggest three of those videos, then what you're going to want to do is contact an organization. For me, I got started by then contacting Virtual Reality uh, Master League. Yeah. And um, we started just by simply submitting an application and uh, said that a couple of videos I made. Uh, they asked me to interview. I did so. And uh, we ended up talking about pretty much just how we can immediately get me going with with commentating their games because they needed commentators and I was willing to do it. So there's a big need for it right now, especially in the virtual reality market. Um, For me personally, I think that because of the fact that so many people are wanting to partake in esports style virtual reality games right now, yeah, there needs to be more commentators. There Mm -hmm. needs to be more people willing to put on their, their, their thinking cap for a little bit, Mm -hmm. take off the headset, sit down and enjoy some gameplay of your favorite games. And that's the other thing too. You can't choose games that you don't like to commentate for. Exactly. Um, Yeah. You're not going to know it at all. What's going on. Right. Right. You got to know what's going on. You got to know the ins and outs of the game. You got to have at least three videos made of you commentating over some casual scrims. And uh, I think that'll set you up for success. (laughs) It'll apply to anybody. They need to have something where it's just like, uh, um, like America's Got Talent, where you send your video and you just have some person just brutally honest, like you're just not it. You know, it's like obviously they need. You guys can do that for me. You know, but I'll tell it to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, when I first started doing um, um, like podcast stuff, I was doing it in Destiny, right? And I sent it to a really popular person that was doing Destiny that did it in a video format, but I did it on a podcast format, no video like I do now. And I sent it to him. He's like, yeah, you, I mean, it's good. He's just like, you just sometimes 
just go off. And I go, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, anytime you want to send me something, I'll do it. And I, and I, I highly recommend like what you said. It, like if you're new, send to someone that's a veteran of the sport because you're the only one that will be able to like tweak this, tweak that, or you can just be like, uh, man, like you really need to just go a whole new direction and maybe right. another career go to walk about mini golf, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just leave virtual reality entirely. Yeah, exactly. Return the microphone, <laughs> pick up the wrench, go to the mechanic shop, get a job, man. That, that would be <laughs> a slap in the face, but, uh, uh Olin VR again uh, in the, in the comments asked, um, is it, do you prefer doing it solo or, um, do you like having another person with you like the bounce off or, uh, so that actually, I think, uh, depends on the style of commentary we're doing. Are we doing a real life commentary or are we doing a virtualized commentary like we are here? Um, if I am doing a virtualized commentary and it is a game that we're watching like contractors or onward or something like that, I think I probably prefer to do it alone. Mm -hmm. um, I think I get a little bit more creative freedoms there and I don't have to have half my mind thinking about am I hogging talking about stats or am I talking about this, you know, yeah. when that other person could have had an opportunity to talk about it. Um, but if I'm in a live setting, like we were at augmented worldwide expo with nutmeg, like that was definitely a type of commentary where I would like to have, I would prefer to have somebody there alongside me. So yeah. that way, if one of us messes up, we can bounce off each other mm -hmm. and just keep it going. Yeah. And, and you know, that's like when I like, even this podcast, like I did um, for a while, I did a solo and then um like trust me getting guests on when i first started this and sometimes i still people um that are like are all about you know the community that's what they show them in the discords but they, if you ask them to come be part of like a, a podcast and stuff they ghost you and so like when i first started doing this like i'm like i don't know how to do this so well because everyone just goes to me or like i've even had people straight up just like come talk to us when you have more views and i go i'm gonna get more views and i'm not gonna talk to you so have fun. And then I got my uh, my lovely naked uh, co-host that I had for a while that was actually in virtual reality. That was fun. We bounced off each other. But the thing is that I felt like we were driving so well, I didn't need guests anymore. And then things uh. happened there. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I want to get really into this and dive into it. And I'm just going to pester the shit out of everybody and just create this massive schedule. And so like, I talk to people now, and I'm like, I'm booked out till the next two months. And I'm like, this is great. Nice. Yeah. And so like, I, I get like, you mean like having a guest here, I noticed sometimes when I had my co-host, if we brought on someone that he liked, I was sitting there just like, cool. And then if, you know, other way around, I'm like, okay, we kind of, uh, don't find it, uh, as appealing because it's like watching me watching echo. I'm just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. There's a disc. They're in space. <laughs> yeah. Ah, they're flying the other direction. And so one thing, uh, <laughs> I know a lot of people probably want to know, um, how, how, what, what type of, uh, like hardware do you need? Do you need a decent PC, um, streamable PC? You know, like what is the graphics card you need? Obviously you said, Mike, um, you're going to need good, um, picture quality, which comes with your GPU and stuff. But, um, what do you think the minimum specs to get into this? Uh, I think at this point you can still get by with a 1080, uh, with a Elgato microphone, with a uh, Logitech, nothing fancy, just like a Logitech. I think it was a what's mine? 90 something and uh, 
it's the one I'm using now. Uh, stream streamer element. I don't even remember, guys. It's yeah, all on my yeah. on my page, but I, yeah, I will no, talk about you. that later if we need to. But yeah, for sure, guys. The, all you really need is a 1080 basic graphics card that's still going to put you at least in enough power range so that way you can just broadcast um, while while you watch a desktop version of the game. Remember, that's way less taxing than you know running it in VR where you've got you know two screens in there plus you've got an output on your on your monitor <clears throat> this is uh also going to require i would say i would say you want to at least if you're going to spend some money at least get yourself a mid-range um, processing unit you know there's zero reason in my book why you should be buying anything like an i3 at this point um i5 honestly is there's a few i5s out there that are good like the 10,000 uh, 700 and above, I would say you're probably still safe at, but otherwise just I seven all the way, you're just way more worth it. Um, mm -hmm. you're spending the money might as well, but combined, I think that those, those mid range items, plus the decent mic, you should be able to handle running most games in a desktop environment and be able to cast. Uh, but beyond all that, most importantly, you've got to have a stable internet connection as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you think just like a higher end um, connection with your the people you're buying from or you think you need to also get a router that's also attached to your modem that's, uh, you know, it's its own connection as well. And obviously, um, you're probably going with the five hertz instead of the the 2.4 or whatever it is. None of that will even matter. Okay. Uh, when you're on a PC, you'll just direct connect your Ethernet cable straight to the router. And the router, you're not even distinguishing between 5 gigahertz or 2.4 gigahertz because it's not being distributed to your computer through Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. It's being distributed to your computer through a direct connection. And so you'll just get the best of the best right off the bat. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And that's why I play on PC because I want the best experience. Yeah. And that's why I'm time to play. That's why I'm, I'm switching to PC just because um, I just have it, – it's such a pain in the ass to because I also stream Oculus <clears> and, like, I think at the time when I was streaming Oculus, I was one of the very few people in the world that was completely wirelessly streaming decent quality. It's not it's not the greatest. If I'm playing like contractors, that gaming is that my my uh, headset's processing too much to be able to cast and focus on what the hell is going on, and so it was not good. But if I'm playing Fortnite, it'll it'll crumble every once in a while. But uh, it wasn't that bad. Wow. Um, but so but you mentioned a graphics card. Um, do they they don't necessarily need it to start out you know they could just have three screens and have their computer take on the the brunt of the of the video capture couldn't it well you won't have a computer functioning without a graphics card not a graphics um, card so depending... you said i sorry not graphics card you said the delgado oh the capture uh, card. yeah the did I say graphics oh, oh, card oh i meant the elgato microphone though oh i this thought you said a my... capture card no okay no. i was like what, i what do have a capture card i know capture cards are good but i'm like what are you capturing yeah literally that the only reason i, I wouldn't run that if, if i had a choice the only reason i've got that is because i have a dual pc set up okay. for my streaming and gaming okay i just heard you that's wrong. the I only was like reason. i'm sitting here just thinking like what's he using this capture no, yeah. for you but... definitely don't gotta have that as a rookie guys okay. just okay. a mic honestly hell if you had only one item to buy if you had less than 200 dollars and you wanted to get into casting i would get yourself a microphone mm-hmm Spend the full 200 on a microphone, okay? Because you don't totally even need agree. the computer for the gameplay. You can have a buddy 
just stream the game to discord and you can commentate that mm -hmm. you know there's so many ways that you can do it. just have somebody record the game and then you talk over it and, and then just upload that and then boom you've got yourself your first video as long as you've got the mic quality and people aren't having to mute the freaking video as they go along yeah and make sure you also set up just a quick limiter two seconds is all it takes that way you don't yell and yeah. then have popping mm -hmm. you know yeah, and that's what I've noticed yeah. with mine. I have a, not the greatest uh, headset because I was just like, I just want to get something that was better than me talking through this really quick. And so eventually I will be getting uh, a better one because sometimes people say they hear like crackling coming out because I think it's just a, a shit product. But, you know, <laughs> it happens. And uh, happens. The, the one thing that I really want to know um, besides um, what you need for the build, like how much are you studying? each team to know their names pronounce the names they even know their play styles and also to add to that with olin's vr question um do you recommend ever popping into actual team commentations like their actual comms uh so no i don't recommend the comms because you never know what they're going to talk about so you don't know if they're going to be calling out a play that they're going to be talking, you know, that they're going to be running. You don't know if they're talking about possible locations of their enemies. <clears throat> and it's not that you want to exclude the viewers from hearing those things, but it's that you want to be inclusive of that team's right to privacy. Mm -hmm. And if they have a specific play, well, I've worked with team captains before who have a playbook and that play is their play. They have made it. They have made the map printed out. They've decided which routes to go. Mm -hmm. And so if you capture that, that information and it's shared amongst the community, yeah. then those people get upset. I bet. Understandably yeah. so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would not do the team comms, but, um, what was the uh, what was the first half of that question? Yeah, sorry, I, I got sidetracked with my eye reading that comment. Um, basically, like how much studying you doing for the names? Um, even like you say, like you don't want to go into their comms and know what their plays are, but you know if you watch a team for a whole season, you kind of figure out like which direction they're gonna go, or like kind of prejudging um, for like foreshadowing exactly what they're doing. So like, how much are you like? Do you have like a notebook? Do you have to sit aside from you? Um, do you ever have to like sit there and make sure you're pronouncing some goofy freaking name? Um, I did at first. When I first ever got started, um, I didn't have, oh, well, you can't see it right now anyway, but I have a big board behind me back there mm -hmm. uh, with all of our community ideas and updates and things that are coming in. And so I didn't have that when I first got started. I would recommend that if you are getting started, Pick one up. It was like $15 at Costco and it's massive. It's like four feet by three feet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a big whiteboard, you know? And so I ended up just having a good old fashioned uh, composition notebook. And I just started off by pulling up the website for the league that I was commentating in and then finding the team and finding the other team, having them open in two separate tabs. And then just looking at their history and if i found some history that i thought was interesting i would jot it down and i would just on the page make a line down it have team one team two this team had a game <clears throat> excuse me this team had a game a week ago where they just absolutely dominated and they were battling this team and here was their final score quick note right takes yeah. another 30 seconds to make um i would do that before probably every game for about the first 
I don't know, I'd say maybe the first month or two. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've always just, I think I've just been in, in VR for so long now that pretty much most of anybody who's on the comp scene now are people that I either was hanging out with when these games just came out or they joined after me. And so yeah, I don't worry too much about memorizing them at this point because I know most of their faces. I know most of their names, you know, uh, even if I don't know them, it's, it's something where I'm familiar enough with these games where we can fill it, figure it out and we can figure it out on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I've noticed that, like, is there anything that you can like remember of like, it just kind of caught you off guard and you just had to like go with the fly. Like, okay, this is what we're doing. Like, is there anything that was just like so off catching that you just remember to this day for commentating? Um, God, yeah, two things come to mind, actually. Oh, it's a tie here. Which one do yeah. I go with? <laughs> I guess I guess the first one is when I learned that if I'm commentating for a show and we're doing it in the safety of my own Discord, that I needed to have a lock on my room. And so we were in the middle of a, of a very heated onward match. Uh-huh. Things were really tying it down. And, uh, you know, one team, one guy was actually just about to push around this corner in Subway. And then all of a sudden you hear. Oh. Nice, long, drawn out moan. Yeah. All the way from one of our community members who decided to jump on into the VC and, uh, you know, he's actually still he's still around the community right now not just my community <laughs> yeah that you know him. yeah you know peas gaming i'll call him out because i'm P's sure he'd gaming. laugh about it man yeah, peas sounds familiar but for him to oh, do that man, he's hilarious that is that's pretty funny but it's like i mean yeah that was definitely one of those times where i was like and thank you for swinging in here you know yeah. like what <laughs> but you know, we mess around with each other uh, all the time and back in the day. So I, I didn't take too personal to it. But between that and the time that uh, I saw the fella, Jesus, now I forgot his name. M, M fucking Murda mm-hmm. from VREL. Yeah. Or from Contractors. Uh, first time I was doing a VREL commentary, uh, you know, like fully licensed on board with those guys. Mm-hmm. I saw his name in the chat. And I was literally like mid roster role, just looking at the board. And I was just like, you know, sweet guys, you know, here we got Bob, Dale, that, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All these normal and names. I was like, and here's motherfucking murder. <laughs> oh, uh, hmm. Thank you, G Fuel. And uh, <laughs> right. like right into the sponsor role. Yeah, right into that. Like, it should be almost against league rules to have cuss words or inappropriate things in the name because. You know, if you're commentating this, and it's like, and especially if you're doing it not <laughs> in your own safety of your of your own uh, Twitch, and you're doing it right. for uh, someone like VRL or VRML for show, yeah. where you know they have actual decent sponsors, and then right, you, you yeah, know, thousands sit, of dollars coming in. Exactly. Like, fucking change your name. Exactly. <laughs> like I think the uh, the the funniest thing um like when i had we did i did the nerf podcast for the new nerf vr game that's coming out um and that should be ah, coming out okay. in like a couple days right and i think there's gonna be some good uh um commentation that's gonna be there because it's gonna be kind of uh 
it's gonna be a lot of uh, kid flow <clears throat> and a lot of grown-ups that are gonna really enjoy this game and i we talked about it if you want to uh check it out it's last week's but uh i like talk to them and i i get it i get it it is for kids um it's tailored to kids like the actual physical um things they have in real life but they told me they're just like hey you gotta say blaster and you gotta say dart and you know i'm from the i'm i'm from like you know the heart of freaking the united states and you know in illinois where we all grew up in small towns and everything that you could put in your hand like this is a gun it's just you know this is how it was and so i'm yeah, sitting there yeah. like so i grew up I talk, hockey stick guns yeah exactly didn't matter and i was talking to the guy like right before we started i'm just like i'm gonna tell you right now i'm gonna apologize for if i say the two forbidden words and he goes <laughs> he goes don't worry we did we, it's just it's just a, a thing that we say but we all accidentally say it and i i was actually surprised because he said it before i said i go oh, i'm gonna sit in my head and i'm just like ooh, <laughs> i don't feel so bad i didn't do it yet yeah i didn't do it yet <laughs> so yeah i can definitely see that especially when people come in um that's got to be fun um i think the the most interesting thing i've saw casted so far is echo i think they're doing a phenomenal job over there especially in the uh um in nepa they got a really good casting team and there's like so the only thing that's different is because theirs is a hundred percent live action and i think it doesn't have to be because echo's still kind of not the fastest pace but there's these there's these nepa pro players that are making these insane throws and they have names for every throw they do yep and like they have certain casters that are just like he did the flippity flop he did the droopity drop he did the long taco sauce i'm just like jeez yep. like they i don't even like playing echo because that game is 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 not mentally capable for for my for my brain <laughs> and and sometimes i'll go in there especially for nepa stuff i'm just like i watch this and uh, I think that's what they're trying to do is because they're trying to make it, you know, because I, I had the CEO um, on the podcast and he was talking about how he wants to make this the next NBA or NFL. And I was like, I can see it, especially with your casters. Um, so with that, like, have you ever thought about going to Echo or you, that you just no interest in commentating Echo? I've commentated Echo before. You have? <clears throat> Yes. And I was, you know, familiar with the terminologies of some of the throws. I was looking for some of them to happen out there. I didn't see them happen, unfortunately, but I did see a lot of excitement. Uh, it was the kind of excitement where you had people at first who were just like, yay, Echo, it's VR. Yeah. And then very shortly after they were like, yeah go this guy and you suck <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and uh they got really into it and uh i think that was one thing that attracted me towards echo was the fact that people could get into it quickly they've got a good system for the spectator view uh, -huh. uh and then when the players are able like like you said when they're like nepa pros and uh or even like i don't know if you know who jade michael is specifically but i got to work with him uh, we met in person out in California uh -huh. at the convention, and he does some insanity. Like he'll like full on like flip in his room, and then just like sprint across the room and double ducky back, 
and then roll a hoop hoop and i don't even know dude he does it all and uh wow. he made the game so exciting yeah and i've never been into it i mean i tried it out before it wasn't my thing um so i will say that i enjoyed the commentary i enjoyed doing it i think that i will continue to enjoy doing it if there is an audience there mm -hmm. however it is not a game that i could see myself uh you know playing or signing up to play uh i mean i would play it with with some friends if we decided to have a, a night where we wanted to get together and play it yeah maybe have some drinks but professionally i think i'll probably stick to uh other genres um so there's nothing that i don't like about it it's just that it's not as entertaining to me yeah and 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 i i see what you mean because i think echo was also one of those very first vr games that had a competitive yeah. scene they're they're very i think they might have been one of the very first games that actually do live events like lane events uh for actually um money wise and stuff like that and since covid you know um we've kind of lost that touch for lane events and thank god they're starting to come back and you know of course you know um nepa was one of the very first people to actually step up and do a lane event which they did in st louis for a charity event and, you know, they got good feedback hmm. on it, and they did a good job with it. But the one thing that I don't like about these lane events is they need to find a fine-tuning of, like, uh, either allowing people to bring their own headsets or, like, you, you have to set the rules, like how uh, Vale's doing. They already said it in their communication boards and, and everything they have for talking that you we will be using, what is it, the index, I believe, right? they specified they had they had game regulations yeah they had game regulation and they yeah. say if your team makes it you're gonna get this um headset sent to you and you just have to give it back to us when you're done so you can figure it out and but it's like you're you have these top player echo players for the lane event that have been playing on pc vr and they only let them play on an oculus so it's like right that's a big change for fellows like myself oh that's that's a huge change especially for the person you're talking about that's doing all these nutty flips and everything, you go from, you know, top now, I think PC VR in that game is what, maybe a little, maybe 144 hertz, maybe 120? I think it can run 120. Is I, it, it 120? might be still limited to 90. Oh, I, I'm not oh, exactly Oh, really? Sure. Even PC VR is limited to 90? I believe. I don't know for sure, though, because I don't fire it up enough. Oh, because that's what I was wondering. <laughs> you know, if he's doing all that speeds... Uh, oh he's on 40... echo he's on quest yeah i know oh he is okay but i'm just saying yeah. like yeah for... he's nuts okay never mind because i was talking about someone that's going from different hertz you know from a pc vr to but Oculus. Right, that would make me sick from very going something very crisp and turning to something very grainy <coughs> and just like not looking good but and dimmer yeah and dimmer as well and so it's just i think it's like you said it's its own category like it is its own separate category but i definitely think they need to figure out their headset situation and like their commentation at the lane events it just like it, i hopefully Vale does it differently because i saw their lane events for theirs it was just like and other lane events they're doing it's like you have all these players and then you have all these wires and you have these casters that you're like oh you're the caster you're right here let me just walk pit. by you yeah <laughs> down there in the in the jungle with the rest of them yeah exactly and i think they just need to be like separate in a, like a boardroom i understand you want to see 
it all alive and stuff. But I definitely think when you're commentating, you should be completely away from audio noise, any type of obstruction and stuff like that. Um, and you don't want feedback. Exactly. And as I mentioned, doing uh, lane events, do you have any interest as the world starts to open up, you know, within the next couple of years, do you want to go from this sitting at your home commentation to the big screen of maybe like doing um, stuff like they do for pancake games? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that I got a, a good taste for that when we got out to California and we got to do, you know, our first ever show, which was on like a big stage with, it was the main stage at the event, you know, and, and it started off, like I said earlier with nobody, nothing, nobody was really interested in echo. Mm -hmm. And then some people were walking by and they're like, Oh, it's VR. Okay. <laughs> and then next thing, you know, there was like, just rows of people here rows of people there and there and people like like jade michael would throw a throw a, a fantastic shot from half court and then all of a sudden you'd hear like through the headset oh my god blue team yo do it you suck it would just be amazing and yeah. so i think that the energy that we got off the audience there really amped me up even more so than when i'm at home mm -hmm. um so i could definitely see getting into that um, I did also get to talk with the folks, with some folks over there after afterwards about actually going and, and working uh, more so for them at their augmented events and, and possibly getting to do things like that. But yeah, um, the limitation would be that it wouldn't be for the things we love to do, like virtual reality gaming. Mm -hmm. um, it would be more, I mean, yes, there would be some of it, but not like what we're talking about. Where yeah just throw on a game that's competitive give somebody a few thousand dollars in prizes and call it a night mm -hmm. you know if that happens where the games that we like are on the big stage like e3 stuff like that somehow oh it's going to be you know? I, I don't think it's going to be soon but i think definitely it so like i the one thing i mentioned about Vale is that with this miami event this will be the deciding factor of where the future of vr live event lane events will come and that's if e3 wants to pick it up and stuff like that because if this is a fail it it is a stain throughout vr and i think a lot of people know that i think that um tropical also knows that and and luckily tropical's personality is going to be a person that's not going to let it fail and he's got a lot of good people back behind him as well um so i definitely think this is going to be you know if no one knows about it you need to check it out because i definitely think it's gonna be top of the line and, and it's not only it's just not um, Veil putting together. It's um, VR. Gosh dang it! There's so many VR. VR. IVRL. Jeez, thank you. IVRL is putting it together. Yes. I had to get those VRs and the Rs and the Ls, and it's. Like, I know. Geez. There's so many now. I was talking to uh, Pesky Cashew the other day, and he's like, "Hey, I was looking for um, a domain name with VR in it." He goes, "Luckily, I freaking found one." <laughs> yeah. No joke, I man. It's uh, like, it was so hard to find. But uh, I got to hang out with him out there too. Oh, really? I yeah, like actually Pesky. when the he played in the uh, in the game we did up there on the big stage, yeah. uh, and and watching uh -huh. him play and Jade and our commentary that day, it, we found out later on this was the single most viewed gaming event, beating out E3, beating out other Oculus Connect, the single most views concurrently on a live esports vr event in history really um, there was 30 to forty thousand live views wow and this was for echo 
it wasn't for Echo. It just so happened to these guys who were watching the event, they got stuck. You know, they, they all of a sudden they got forced into watching some Echo competitive gameplay. Yeah. But still, they stuck around and they got into it. Okay. They didn't turn it off. Of course. And, and like, that's what I was like putting on my thumbnail. It's just like you all with the commentating sometimes make people stick around. Like, if you have a boring commentator, it's like, it's like when you're a kid and your grandpa you'd get in a vehicle for the first time. Your grandpa's listening to AM radio, some gospel stuff. And then, you know, you have a brother that's finally turning 16. You get in his vehicle and you have FM radio freaking disturbed going on. It's just like Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Some Leonard Skinner, you know, some, that's right. All sorts of, you know, you open your world, you open these little ear feelers to just some, some Madonna. Oh, some Madonna. So Donna Summers. Oh, it's the last chance <laughs> romance with me. Yeah, you know. That's funny. I <laughs> know. I know what you mean, though. You, You're right. You know what's funny, though? Um, I will have to say this is that I watched uh, some of your streams and stuff before you came on here. And even uh-huh. your personality that you have now, you you, you give me a Dr. Disrespect vibe. <laughs> Has anyone ever Doc said Disrespect? That? Yeah. You know, no, you know who I don't he is, think, right? Oh, well, maybe one time somebody accused me of being him, and I was like, no, I'm not him. I wish I was him. I would marry him if I were him, but I'm not. Um, yeah. But no, that's the first time I've really heard that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll take that. Oh, you, it, it's, it's a compliment. Trust me. It's nothing nothing bad at all. I like I liked him a lot. He's only the, Two time. He's the one streamer on Pancake Games that I can actually tolerate <laughs> um, and actually yeah. watch anymore because – he he's got good content and he doesn't put up with bullshit you know he has the whole twitch situation he yep. handled that like a man he goes i'm i'm gonna go on youtube and probably make less money but you guys can go you go fly fly a kite go somewhere eat a bag of dicks yeah, hard ones <laughs> <laughs> get him out of here i'm done with this so um other than that video games with uh commentating sport games and then commentating the first person shooter games that other leagues like the um uh virtual reality party league and then also uh vrel um vreal they hate when i guess you can't say that but vrel um they're opening up different ideas to like golf plus fishing Mm -hmm. uh walkabout mini golf um what do you think about those do you think do you think they need commentating do you think they even deserve to be in esports do you think that they're just like you know, if there's a will, there's a way type. Like, here is a rock. I'm going to throw it in a huge pond, and I hope it hits water. So, to answer your question there, if people are playing and wanting to watch a game, then, yes, there should be somebody to make content for it. Um, the number one way I used to choose what games I'm going to stream, I would go on to Twitch I would actually, I would go on to Steam first. I would find a game that was free or new, very new. Mm -hmm. And then I would go on Twitch and I would look after I got my list together at each game and I would find that category and I would say, how many people are following this category? And if the category had more followers than the other game that I had in my list, then I would go ahead and stream that one. Um, As long, sorry, I forgot one important metric. The the more followers, but less people streaming it. Mm -hmm. So that was what I would do. I would look for the games with high follow account, but with nobody streaming it, yep. such as contractors. Mm-hmm. That's where I got into that. But um, I think that uh, I think that games like I don't know about walkabout mini golf because I don't know how professional of a game 
they can make out of it because I haven't played it myself. Mm-hmm. But I do know games like Golf Plus, where it sets the stage for a professional environment of, yeah. you know, this is this is his stroke. This is the distance he got. Here's the power behind it. Mm-hmm. This was a backswing. You know, I think that these are things that I've talked to them about this before. When we were out there, we sat around a campfire and we argued about this for two hours. I was like, we need commentary for Golf Plus. <laughs> and hang on one second. <laughs> and we Bless need you. that commentary. Thank you. <laughs> I'd be like, dudes, imagine the chagrin on somebody's face when they're like, oh, golly, it's been a long time since I've seen somebody knock some balls. Let me tune into some golf. Yeah. And then they tune in and it's virtual reality sports league and they think it's going to be a preppy little golf experience. And then it turns out it's like, and that son of a gun whales the golf ball 245 miles down the road. And then next thing you know, he's got a hole in one, you know, sand trap for that son of a bitch. And he is now DOA crying to his mama. You know, yeah, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I definitely think I that the commentation get pretty good because even on like Facebook and stuff, I watch people um play uh, 2K um golf all the time, and people love watching that. Like, th- there's one person that's pretty good at it. He has a, a nice little English accent. Who knows if it's real or if it's played on, but uh, he's pretty good at it, and uh, he'll get like 50,000 views at a time. Yeah, you know, I believe it, dude. One person just playing a boring ass golf game, forty to fifty thousand. It surprises views. me. And so, but the thing is, is that um, Golf Plus did a really good job, and not only that, but they got sponsored by PJ, which also is al- allowing them to open up to better courses, um, better development teams, even bringing on other teams like the Two K teams that is also, I believe, sponsored by PJ. I don't know about that one. Don't hold me to truth to that one. Um, but they get to use real life courses, which I think when it comes to commentating and also playing in an, in a league, <clears> even <throat> though I was told in the leagues that you can't force them to buy a DLC, I, I will tell you, who, I'm not even going to say who told me that, but that's wrong. It's wrong. If you're good at the game, you're going to have every DLC period point blank. That's my whole opinion, it. you know, and that's how I see things like, they're like, we can't force people to buy DLCs. You know, there's, there's people that can't afford it. If that's the only game you play and there's a new map out and you're bored of the other ones and you're really good at it, you're going to find a way, you know, put your le- put your leg out on the corner of the street. You're going to find money to buy that DLC. You know, you have. I mean, I've done it myself. Exactly. You know, you're going to do it. And so that's that's my whole opinion uh, on that. And so like just like Golf Plus. Oh, nice, nice toe. And for all those foot lovers <laughs> out there, Piggy is showing his piggies. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of those kind of viewerships or sticking your legs out on the street, man, that's something I was talking about the other day is <clears throat> it's very difficult, you know, you, you to, to collect a good viewer base mm-hmm. for things like this. And so like something I've always tried to do to collect that myself for my own streams is constantly coming out with new things. Yeah. Like trying to constantly update things. So like one week you might be able to be watching the show just like us right here, right now and have me be a giant eggplant. And every time I turn my head, like I jiggle, you know, Mm -hmm. and then the next week, maybe there's like an all new 3D mesh and you can now apply like John Cena, his face over my face, lip sync, you know, while at the same time I'm running a banana in space. You never know. (laughs) Um, But like, I try to add these things constantly to keep on that edge. But then at the same time, boy, oh boy, have I thought about inflating a damn hot tub taking my off my pants, turning that camera on over behind me 
and letting that just chatting button ride and see if I can get those thousands and thousands of views that everybody else seems to get when they go live with a fucking hot tub stream. Yeah, um, that reminds me of TikTok right now. There's people that will go live sleeping and they get a hit. Yes. They get a pay for noises and stuff. So like they'll be sleeping That's... and they'll be like, wake up. Or like um, there's this person that does the G3 podcast. Um, I don't know if you know what that is. It's just like uh, – Oh, I can't remember the, the names are in it, but there's this guy from um, Switzerland, I believe, that he got pulled over from the cops while he was streaming because he streams all the time and he just like keeps on his dash, doesn't not his hands. Oh sure, just while driving. Sure. Well, while he got pulled over because it was like three in the morning, the, these uh, Swiss cops were like just kind of seeing what he was doing, and because uh, it was three in the morning, they thought he was drunk maybe. And so as he's getting pulled over, they're coming into his vehicle, and all they, this one person purchased a million dollars in farts oh no just a barrage of farts in front of the cops yes it's <laughs> and it was just the whole time while he's talking to them and it wasn't like the guy doesn't get like that many views but it was that that fart thing with the cops and everything like made like this huge uproar he was on the news over there and everything oh wow that's great for him oh yeah good that's for good him publicity. for sure and some person's like well you just paid for all these farts so thank you you know you made a you made him like vip of his stream and everything and i thought that was hilarious so you might you might be on <laughs> this i mean we've had a couple people come in and and pay for some really great donations before i think our biggest was like 500 dollars in donation nice and it was it was this guy who came in out of out of the blue, just totally out of the random. I mean, just playing along, and then all of a sudden, boom! Here's 200 gifts, gift subs. Mm -hmm. Like shit. Yeah. Hello. Are you, it's like all right. Is, well, is Mr. Beast in my stream? <laughs> yeah, and he was just an average guy. Uh, he was going through some stuff. We ended up talking, you know, and now he comes back to the streams whenever he gets the chance to, and he still ends up just popping in and gifting like five, ten, you know, at will. But nice. I mean. Um, even when we're with virtual reality esports leagues or, or VRML or whatever commentary we're doing, you know, there's a usually a, a much higher audience for those type of deals, you know, because mm -hmm. you got not just the folks who are into watching your style of gameplay, but people who are into watching the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, those audiences tend to perpetuate more audience engagement. So, what tends to happen like the last time we had something amazing happen was nutmeg and i were casting the finals and uh we ended up getting a few people who just donated one bit each that was enough got a hype train going yeah hype train level one then we got subs then we got bits then we got subs then we got 50 subs then we got another 100 subs gifted mm -hmm. you know and then it just kept going and next thing you know we were actually over 600 percent above level five hype train wow the highest hype train you can get everybody who watched the finals ended up getting um uh, uh not only a subscription but also uh the hype train emojis mm -hmm. uh you know and all that sort of thing so the point is is that when you get somebody who just comes in and just at will yeah. seems to just be a generous fellow mm -hmm. it perpetuates mm -hmm. and if you happen to have a couple people there watching you know, maybe just like even 10, you know, get to that point where you just got 10 people watching and hanging out with you. Yeah. Then you'll start, you, you, if they donate something, they're probably going to come back. They're probably going to check in with you. And so that's how you really can get some community going. Yeah. And also you doing uh, commentations for organizations as well also helps um, your own image out. Like 
when you're doing these things for like for contractors and VREL and VRML and IVRL, all those fun names, do you get a um, like give yourself any type of like uh, free advertisement saying, hey, this you know I do this, but I also do this um, over here. Are you allowed to do that, or are they frown upon against that? And do you? Get oh yeah, it? you're allowed to do it because you're not doing it on your stream. You have to log into theirs, right? <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. I stream from their channel. Um, that way we get them the most views as possible and we collect everything under their umbrella. Yeah. And you probably get it. Some you percentage. Are, yeah. And, and you're allowed to certainly say, you know, it just so happens. I love playing this game too. And you know, I'm going to play this later on tonight on my channel. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that every league has said is if you say something about yourself, remember why you're here. You're not here for yourself. You're not like, you're not here for this, this, this event to be advertising yourself. You're here to build this community. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And so for that purpose, I have never taken advantage of that. I've never advertised what I do. I think the most I've ever advertised on, on another platform was with the, with the semifinal. No, 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 it wasn't even the semifinals. It was like the, the, just a regular season match mm -hmm. near the end. And I was like, Hey guys, listen, just for your own information, if you guys enjoyed this game, we're going to play a little bit afterwards where we're giving away a free pizza. And that was the max, right? Like, I'm not in it to advertise. People know who I am. If yeah. they want to watch me, they're going to watch me. If they don't want to watch me, then they'll just leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Good people hanging out with us. You talking about a pizza, man. I was, it was one or two o'clock in the morning and I had a few too many playing ping pong. And I used to be very good at it. Like I used to play like some of the top people in the world playing ping pong VR. Or Gump over here. Yeah, yeah. And there's this one person that just was pretty good, but I was just like missing the ball just because I just could not see that. I think he was really whipping it at me. And he's like, all right, let's play one more, but let's play for a pizza. He goes, I'm really hungry, and I know I'm going to beat you. And I go, all right, I'll play you for a pizza, knowing that I was going to lose. And he just crushed me. And then I go – you know what's your venmo and he he's like jokingly gave it to me and i go how much is a pizza gonna cost and he said so much and i was like there you go and he goes dude i was gonna be able to eat tonight you just bought me a pizza i go yeah dude go go eat i, I just did it because i'm just like yeah go go to pizza <laughs> i love that man that's actually kind of similar to how we did it like it was so at random yeah. somebody was just like like because what had happened was somebody had told me before they were like in a random stream, not, not again, not for my own stream. It was one of those things where viewers perpetuated viewers and they were like, Hey, listen, you know, here's some bits, here's some subs. And then, uh, what would you do for a chunk of subs? Mm -hmm. You know, oh, well, I mean, I was, uh, <laughs> I mean, I would, uh, crack an egg yeah. and I would, uh, rub it all over my face sexually, you know, whatever. And so it turned out to be the thing. They were like that, do that, that. And so, you know, we had to do that, but then fast forward, and we have to do another thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, what way can we keep giving back to people? People get hungry, people like food, but let's have a little fun with it. Let me order the pizza to one lucky winner. And so uh, I'll show you what, what happened because it was great. It was great. I mean, we called up the the, the pizza hut out there in, uh, in the most random of locations too. Like I, I'm not yeah. gonna give the guy's city away, yeah, but yeah, you're it's good. just... <clears throat> just out in the middle of nowhere uh -huh. and so the guy who we ordered it from was just like uh yeah do you know this is the pizza hut located in bleep 
I was like, yep, I, I am well aware. <laughs> yep, uh, someone uh, <laughs> on my stream is a lucky winner. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it was. And so we told him, listen, man, here's what we want. Uh, and uh, I think I think they delivered quite well. Nice. I'm going to share that image with you here, but go on with our question while I find it. Yeah, yeah and uh, oh, man, you got me thinking about pizza and I'm hungry now. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when you're talking about like uh, not being able to like uh, communicate like your actual thing, where they're like, "Hey, um, you're here for just us to build our community type of thing." That's why I really enjoy doing this because I bring people on that like yourself and like some devs that are completely underviewed in their discords. Like, yeah, they might be a big top name in their discords in their community, but they're only t dealing with the bullshit you know they're only dealing with like fix this fix that what's the new gun what's to update they never get to sit there and actually just like talk you know right and not only talk but to get to know their people that's like when i i bring people on like i could care how many views you have i don't care what game you have if you're an indie game and you haven't even released your game yet i don't care if you want to sit here and give me um more content and more days to do this let's let's talk because i could talk all the time especially about vr and so it's like that's why i tell you like people like come in talk and talk about everything you want you can free advertisements for days like let's just you know and so that that's what i love about doing this and that, that's that's what stinks when other people are like here's the commentator but that's it like they should have a commentator section yeah. and all the locations where they can actually find you, you know? And I don't, yeah, I mean, I, I, I keep an air tag actually in my wallet at all times. And um, then what I do is I'll actually, I'll keep a raspberry Pi connected to a monitor. So that way that monitor is always looking at a specific web page. That web page is iCloud.com. It's tied into my Apple maps. It lets me know where my find my iPhone is pinging. That find my iPhone pings my air tag. That air tag is on my person. I got that with me at all times. You got a 24 seven view into exactly where I'm at within one to four meters. So trust me, I get it. You need more locations for casters or were you talking about something else? You people can go and find where you're at. <laughs> That's creepy. No. <laughs> People are on there right now just like, let's see what he's doing. Right. Is well, this son of a bitch isn't home. He's doing this interview from Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. No, I uh, I think we, we we try very hard to have a good relationship with the community. Um, and, and also something that I think has really helped <clears throat> our Legends community, like, thrive versus like i don't know just sometimes i'll go and check out twitch when i'm bored at night and there's somebody streaming who might just have like one fella watching them and yeah. that's fine welcome aboard to the streaming game but you got to do some things to stand out and so one of the things i think that we do that stands out is we have a lot of satire in our community mm -hmm. like sometimes you don't know if we're being serious sometimes you don't know if we're joking yeah and if you're one of the pubs if you're one of those victims who just happen to be in the lobbies that we join in like, I mean, you're hearing some crazy shit. Like, you might just be sitting there like, oh, man, I just got killed again. Huh? And then all of a sudden, you get us joining in, and we'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the <laughs> August 15th. Legends Onward Esports Semifinals brought to you by Walmart, Amazon, Exxon, Mobile, Apple, CVS Health, and all the rest of the sponsors coming in hot and heavy with the top prizes. And then they're like, oh, shit. Ah, I'm in the wrong lobby. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And we're like, no, 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 no. We need another player. Stick on down here, son. What's your name? Like, give me your title. That's funny. What city are you from? 
okay, there's $13,000 on the line right now, you know, get them involved in weird random ways. Uh-huh. That's what we, I think, I think we, we have that just weird satire and the community follows along with it. So yeah, they'll play along all the time. Oh, I bet they oh, will. Oh yeah, no, CVS, they're here with you. Yeah, 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 CVS, they're, they're, they're sponsoring this, this stream for like 20 grand. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't know? It's inside of every Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> She's like they fuck with them too. It's amazing. Yeah, and yeah, that's a, that's a good way to, to introduce people into a community and, and do that. But I think I would definitely be intimidated if I went to a lobby and I'm just like chilling and that happened. Like I would be like, I would get that vibe that if I'm on the uh, the taxi show that they used to do where you get in a uh, cast hit taxi where you like get in there and all of a sudden you're on a game show. Yes, cash cab. Yeah, cash cab. There it is. That, that's that's right. what I would, that, that was, that was Welcome to cash cow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to drive you three blocks. And if you get three questions wrong, we're dumping you out wherever we're at. <laughs> yeah. So um, we've uh, exceeded our hour, which is a good thing. Nothing ah. wrong with that. We w- well past that, you know, good thing we can uh, drive back and forth. But is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to advertise? Anything you want to get into before we end this that you think that is important? Absolutely. Um, Every single day, packs of wild dogs are becoming more and more vicious and rabid in the wilderness. If you don't start donating to euthanize the dogs, then that's it. They're going to take over our politicians. Political offices are going bye-bye day in and day out. It's a serious issue. Yeah, if you want more on that, uh, you need to go to Rick and Morty and they have an episode on it. (laughs) Do they? (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit! It's where they gave like I've a, probably seen it. I bet you that's subliminal. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like they, there's a Rick and Morty yeah. where I think I was. I think they gave the dog like a conscience or like just made oh, it extra geez. smart, and then the dog started taking over the world. I love that show. Well, listen, real talk though. I did uh, one thing I wanted to say is before we go, look at that thing I DM'd you. That's the pizza we gave away for free on Discord. Um, and. Yeah, and this, I think, is going to be something we're going to start doing more. Um, <clears throat> everybody's got something, I think, that's kind of unique to their their community. And for me, I think this kind of fell into our lap. It's just something we accidentally... Let me see if my, my thing will pick up my camera. All right. Yes, there it is, guys. We told uh. them, please, make a make a pizza with, like, a boob or a nipple on it, whatever you wanted. And so you can see they made little little fun fun there with bacon as the as the pubes as well um wow so detailed yeah and we also sent him a uh, a large sun-kissed orange and then to go with that delicious stuffed crust there you might be able to notice that is in fact the philadelphia signature cream cheese deli select and uh you know we just thought what better to go with cheese and yeah. alfredo sauce than your sun-kissed orange <laughs> and icing so so like even though like has, has anyone like just like said like I'm really enjoying this this wiener pizza like you know like what feedback are you getting on this like when you're sending people and like what I don't even know if I want to even ask the question about the ask of what the craziest thing that has been sent so far but I'm guessing since you sent that that's one of the the top ones that has been sent <laughs> it's the only one the um, only one we've done yeah we've done little like We've always done giveaways of these. These are onward inspired Marsakian and uh, Marsakian koozies. Cool. And they have like functional mag pouches. You know, I used to keep a spare bullet in here just to kind of gimmickly show. 
and you know you really can though keep like a lighter or a cigarette or something in there mm -hmm. um and i usually would give those away in fact i still have like my vulcan ones over there and everything too but ever since the vrel stream where we had eggs smashed on us we got on this creative vibe of just how yeah. can we keep the communities giveaways interesting and more than just oh yeah you come watch us you're going to get a free quest headset like that's great that is fucking amazing i wish i could do that yeah but for average joes and the respectable majority who is also average joes working class men and women like myself mm -hmm. um they come and watch somebody who is you know trying to both portray an excitement but also a humbleness and they, I think, can relate to that in a way where getting something like a pizza is casual enough that they say, I want to keep coming back. I might get a chance to win that stupid little thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Week, you know? Yeah. You know? And it's it's a $50 pizza. You know, that dick pizza was a $50, $50 pizza. $50 pizza? Yeah, it was 50 bucks to have it sent out to the guy's house with everything involved. Uh, and so I, I started this new idea. This is the promotion guys the legends community we are going to start doing pizza giveaways almost every well we are going to start doing them every single month but they are going to start getting tiered as well so 50 dollars pizza club we'll have the 100 dollars pizza club um and one maybe dollar pizza club there may be a 150 uh pizza tier uh that one we'll have to save for specialty order night where we go to like you know the luxury restaurant and get somebody the fanciest pizza or something but yeah we're gonna keep doing fun little simple giveaways like this to get people who are like me who work for a living and want to spend their free time enjoying themselves and not being in a lobby full of toxic people yeah. in a community full of people they know is good uh we want to keep rewarding those people yeah and you have your That's community in discord right yeah the legends community is on discord i'm gonna have to get that link TikTok from you i have youtube i have your I have your Twitter, I have your TikTok, and I have your uh, Twitch. I did not get your Discord yet. The whole, I just sent that to you. And the whole point of that place right there that I sent you is the uh, the Legends Club. Yeah. The Legends Club is the home of those gamers, the gamers who are more interested in gaming and less interested in bullshit. That's our new motto. That's our Legends 2.0 launch. More gaming, less bullshit. Get rid of toxicity. Gamers for life. <laughs> and Owen said the pizza hype is real. Yeah, that's pretty funny. A fifty to one hundred dollar pizza—that that's pretty nutty. Kind of reminds me pizza. Win it exactly. It reminds me of uh, um, when Jet Portnoy uh, he has his pizza reviews to one bite um, uh, pizza reviews, and he got the thousand dollar pizza, and he took one bite, and he's like, "This is shit." He's like, "This is not worth a thousand dollars at all." If I had a thousand dollars to waste, I would spend that one thousand dollars on a very special eucalyptus tree, which is only found in Indonesia, because the leaves of that eucalyptus tree will make your ass feel like you use Charmin. I guess I could use Charmin too. Is this is this factual? Because I'm now interested. I'm now. Uh, yeah, it's factual. Eucalyptus leaves feel like Charmin on your asshole, but I'm just. Saying, I'm talking about the thousand dollar one, or can I just do any average eucalyptus? I'm having an epiphany right here. Somebody give me the thousand dollars. I'm gonna go to the store, get the five dollar Charmin. I'm just gonna do it on the stream. Do it on stream. Up, do the application. I'm gonna start in a police academy in real life. Not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow. Just throwing it out there. Anybody who wanted to know that. Oh, you are legit. We are legit doing it. 
You're you're becoming a police officer. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I can't. I don't qualify. There's a, <laughs> I'm wanted. I'm wanted as we speak. Yeah. I can't talk I have too a five much about star it, level. But, uh, let's just say uh, these uh, these Civil War bullets uh, were put to use. Uh, anyway. It's just allegedly it's a joke it's, it's old it's not it's like family guy okay it's not real you can make the joke anyway no we are actually going to do this thing we get to go fire off all the different uh police issue weapons go through various trainings it's a six week eight week course uh but we're already into jujitsu taekwondo the wife and i we're already Sweet. into uh uh mixed martial arts involving gunplay so the last message i have about all this is just that if you are out there and you are into gunplay like we are I assume you are too, both in real life and in game, then please, if you're involving yourself in the real life, make sure you're safe about it. Remember when you're gaming. <laughs> Safety first. Only shoot your foot in VR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember the first rule of safety. Keep the fucking barrel out of exactly. you know, danger zone. Exactly. So, yeah, well, thanks thanks for coming on. Um, I had a blast. Uh, I'll definitely have to have you come on uh again sometime just because it seems like we got along pretty well we could chat about pretty much anything um yeah definitely the beginning uh, bring the start talking about about some pancake games and then now, <laughs> my wife yeah i don't know if you heard that but i just heard my wife in the other room no you won't i said next time we'll bring the girls and she's like no you won't uh, I plead the fifth because I also have ears that will definitely bring hellfire onto my head. So, uh, we'll I leave. hear you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feel ya. <laughs> so, all, all right, right, everyone. Brother. Well, thank you. Thanks for watching. Um, man, I need to, I had like, I've been on talking to so many people. Let's see who I have next week. But if you haven't watched the other ones, other than that, you know, I, and another thing I need to get better at is talking about like the sponsors that we have. Sometimes, like, definitely Olin VR. If you are interested in the games that he commentates, like Contractors, Onwards, and all that, Olin VR is a great gunstock company. Uh, I highly recommend them. And if you use the code uh, HAVOC, all capital letters, you get it 15% off, and you get a HAVOC charm. Awesome sponsor. I got mine over there. I'm going to be doing some TikToks with it. Pretty excited. Um, but next week I have... I swear, I hope I'm not wrong. It's uh, Ruck Up VR. Have you ever heard of him? You're damn tootin'. We follow each other on TikTok. Yeah. We like our, each other's videos. Yeah, so he'll be on here next week, next Monday. So <laughs> cool. everyone come yeah, out he and see like that. he seems like a funny guy. Oh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, other than that, everyone, see you all later.